1: Did how many fans start showing up? So visit ScoreNorth.com now and enter keyword partner.
2: I'm rolling. Let's make it classy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> classy, Minnesota. Uh, That's the <laughs> Speaking of rent control, mm-hmm. I'm hearing. That uh, St. Thomas and you guys have probably heard this too is going to build a hockey rink, and a softball field, uh, and some other stuff over at uh, the Ford site. Is there room over there? Well, that's boy, I don't know. in the back. <coughs> well, construction there has paused. Yes, I know it has because of the uh, well. That was never part control. of the original plan. Rent control, but is that? Is there room over there? that well, is right not now, yet spoken for. That's that's
3: what I don't know. But right now there's nothing yeah. but a big field of dirt.
2: That's uh, that's the hot rumor that uh, that uh, St. Thomas is. Uh, they got to build a hockey rink, and they need a softball field too. Well, uh, they have a relationship with, the, is,
0: with St. Thomas. Yeah, the Ryan Companies. Ryan oh, companies really? do. Yeah? yeah. Okay. A... So
2: maybe that uh, you know they're that. You know, I would. I would imagine if I'm a resident, if they ever have a residency now, uh, that I would want that somewhere over where the traffic's not going to be a pain in the ass when they come to Maybe go. Maybe
3: behind a, the
2: old somewhere. F- I don't Ford know. Li- somewhere over I there. I think so. one
3: little league field is being
2: kept. Yes. Okay. Well, there's some fields back in. Yes. there? Is There's some open room. There's back some. In there yeah. There's some. Old, be, but
3: that was never the part of the plan I'm aware of.
2: No, no, I think it has just, just popped up in yeah. the last maybe year. Maybe that will go and where the uh, affordable housing, housing was supposed was going to go. To go. Yes. Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is, uh, you know, it's... Uh,
0: what a gift to have for a city and
2: to screw it up <laughs> by whatever you're going to... I mean... Melvin he- never thought of the fact that... Uh, he never listens to other people. Yeah, he never thought of the fact that maybe this would have some impact on the developers right. that uh, never never occurred it, to me. But it would them. also
0: be a—seriously, to have that oasis would be a a destination for people, which that would be something that you could pride yourselves on because people would come to look at it to see, yes. how do we get that?
2: Yes, yes.
0: And if it's, they freeze that little canal in the in the winter, your, oh. your fantasy of skating up and— yeah. Skating around the yes. village.
2: Well, you know, I will admit this it's uh that 25 percent of my people are hard to handle at times it's hard some of their ideas are uh a little beyond mine, but then of what course, was the
1: percentage? Twenty five percent. Okay, but about seventy
3: five. Then I can <laughs>
2: then I can look at a Trump rally and say, oh, okay, uh, these toothless morons, uh, uh, and uh, you know, you uh, got her, So, then, you know, it's a tough, it's tough, man. It's tough. Give me be, my board here. It's tough being. Oh, a, I'm sorry. Yes, it's tough being a reasonable lefty. A reasonable lefty is not uh, not easy. I I like. I like that uh somebody like Ryan Construction can build a great big project there and uh and people could make a reasonable return on it. I I think that's a good idea. You know? So. I
3: noticed something about Kirk Cousins yesterday. Being What's the that? football expert that I am.
2: Yes, you are.
3: In You've the f- covered the Vikings. In the first quarter, twice the television uh, when Kirk threw a seven-yard pass, mm-hmm. twice television cameras caught. Lonely Vikings thirty yards farther down the field.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Nobody around
2: Was there how about the pressure he was feeling? Was there anybody near him when he Yeah, which those? is
3: why it gets rid of it so quick.
2: Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He's but about uh, being hit. Uh, yesterday. of uh, Yesterday they gave him pretty good protection, I thought. They did. Yeah, and uh, that, that helps And, and he, gets, he had a nice he gets, drive. He gets flinchy when somebody's around him. But yeah. uh, they played good. They played really good.
1: I think def- Andre Patterson and Mike Zimmer
2: won them that ball game yesterday. That was that was impressive what the they did The Defense was good. Yeah. And uh, the, uh, you know. Going on on fourth, everybody's excited about fourth and two, and I got to go along with that. Yep. Win the game. You only got to make two yards. Win the game. Go win the game. That's why you got Dalvin Cook on your team so he can run and make two yards. When he's right, by the way,
1: when he's healthy, Eric Kendricks is their best player.
2: Yes, he is. He is a damn good football player. player. Yes, he is. He's really good. And he's mostly been healthy. He's got the good hair, too.
1: He's got really good hair. This
2: puts him right right back in in the hunt, doesn't it? Yes, it it does. And really a nice guy, too. Really good guy. Class, high class guy. And uh, Barr didn't play, right? Nope. Uh, Harrison Smith didn't play. Uh,
1: Danil Hunter's Hunter's not playing. Pierce is on the
2: IR, most likely out for the season. That was a pretty good uh, defensive performance. Yep. And some of these rookies that they were waiting for these younger guys that they were waiting for and didn't look like they are ever going to play they've been just as good with Bynum in the back end i was as just going to smith
1: he uh, he might have been a gem of a find cuz wasn't yeah. he a sixth or seventh yes. round pick
2: yes and uh who's this guy wixie or whatever his Willicks. Name is Willicks. Yeah. willex is he a drafty
1: yeah he was a seventh rounder from michigan state is that okay. right well, i'll look he's him okay up okay
2: too. you know they're uh, yeah joe they're you got now you got Green you got, Bay. You got eight games left. Well, Green Bay looked terrible offensively yesterday against a terrible Seattle defense. Get them when they're down. Get them when they're down. Although their defense is really good, Seattle's. I mean, uh, St. Lo- Green, uh, Green Bay's, but some then, some Vikings they,
1: fan, by the way, uh, tweeted out after the Packer had because it looked like the Packers might have a chance to lose the game, and some Viking fan <laughs> said hey, I've got COVID, where's the meet-and-greet with Aaron Rodgers or something (laughs) something like that so that he'd be out for the game next week.
2: (laughs) And, uh, Joe, after the Green Bay game, they got three left with the Bears and the Lions. Mm -hmm. Can't lose any of those, and don't give me this stuff they never win in Soldier Field.
1: They did last year. Bears
2: are horrible. Yeah. And uh, and then they got other, other easy. The schedule gets really easy. They've
1: they go to San Francisco right after Green Bay. Green Bay. San Francisco
2: is playing terrible. Yep. They're nine and uh, nine and eight. Will get you the last playoff spot, probably. Don't you think?
1: They do have to play the Rams at yeah. at the Ziggy Dome. And I thought there was another tough road game, but I can't remember exactly. Boy,
2: the Rams have become the new Raiders, haven't they? Yeah. The old. Oakland. If if you're a reprobate and somebody cuts you, come on <laughs> come out. Come on in. We'll sign Odell you. Odell Jr. Ah. Uh, of course, Odell. Uh, Odell is, and his Odell's mama and I are tight, man. Heather oh, that's and right. Norman, and I think she should have grabbed him by the ear once in a while when he was a kid. You're no, getting away with too much, him, isn't you? Give him he? that little. Yeah, give flick. him a flick. Give him a, give little a flick. flick in a the flick. ear you're more you're often. You know, yeah. You come over here, you little brat. <laughs> you know, just uh, the parents being too nice to their kids. That's what's um, wrong
3: with your gophers?
2: They they played a
3: better
1: team. That Uh, was their problem. No, they didn't. Iowa's better than the Gophers.
2: 407 yards to 277. You had the ball for 40 minutes. They had it for 20. You had 23 first downs instead of 12. It was culture that won the game for (laughs) Iowa. Culture. Culture. Sometimes, you know, the Gophers had all the skill. But Iowa had the culture, and that's what the difference was in that game. No doubt about it. Culture, <laughs> culture, culture. Now he's lost two since he signed that extraordinary extension. Yes, and since since he beat Nebraska and said this was a victory for culture over skill. Right. Culture over skill. Culture, culture, culture. Right? You know
1: what P.J. knows about signing a contract extension? He got it from Grandpa Timing. Red. Timing. Timing. Timing, Timing. Timing right. is everything. Yep. Timing is Damn everything,
2: right. yes. Well. I don't know. He's a. It, you know, it's funny for this hip guy that, with his tight short pants and his the whole vibe, and <laughs> with a suit that looks like Pinky Lee, you know, bring, that's a Soupy Sales. He looks like Soupy Sales in his suit, and he's up there uh, for that for this hipster. He sure is a bore-ass as a coach, man. Yeah. Fourth, and you go right down the field. You're fourth and two. You're gonna seize the moment. And you kick a field goal. I know. It drives me nuts. So what if they stop you? They're yeah. on the one. Yeah. I'd rather have a team on the one than three points. Me too. Wouldn't you? Yes. Yeah. Yep. Especially Iowa, who's not gonna throw it out of the end zone. You know, they're right. gonna punt it right back to you. Did you see no. the
3: Chiefs last night pull the fake punt?
2: It was I didn't great. see that play. Yeah. Fourth well, down, they're right. back
3: the punters back to punt. First down, he throws. Okay, yeah, uh, you. Uh, so you the Vikings almost attempt that, but they got
0: stopped right in the what middle of it. What was that?
3: I don't. Uh,
0: the red had not officially
2: the way. blew the. Well, they're lucky because okay. that guy was going to get stuffed, don't you think? Probably. I don't think he was going to make it. Although the way the way the Chargers tackle, he might have because they're not a they're not a fine tackling right, outfit. Right. The uh, tackling is is not uh, not sharp. Uh, the the fact that teams. Don't hit anymore. Probably has a lot to do with the did, decline of tackling.
0: Did we jump up in the rankings? We were fourth, the fourth most penalized team. But after yesterday's game, team? the Vikings were.
2: They had ten yesterday, right? Uh,
0: I believe so. And it, there was a stat prior to that mm-hmm. saying we were the fourth most penalized team. That's got to be
2: a well, higher now. And there's only one reason for that: the league's out to get us. Oh, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. You know why you're here? <laughs> Targeting our now back. Now bleep us. <laughs> ah, <Yeah. laughs> yeah. uh, but. It is amazing when you watch NFL games, Joe. Last night, I think this Vinovich was refereeing, right? Yes. And his crew calls eight penalties a game, right? Yeah. They call four on each team, you know, and let them play, Mm -hmm. generally speaking. Whoever this young punk doing the Viking game was, you see that guy get ready for a long day because Mm -hmm. any play that you see made— there's a 50/50 chance that one of those idiots threw a flag. Like the NFL drives me nuts with the fact that uh well that's just it. They have a philosophy of when in doubt throw the flag for instead all of, the, of when in doubt don't throw
1: the flag. For all of the hue and cry from sports fans about baseball and robot umps, are you kidding me? They're a well-oiled machine compared to NFL officiating. It's a joke. Well, they, they remain flags. to be
3: amateurs. They yeah. they're not pros. They're real estate agents and dentists. And it was dentists. And it was always Bud's complete moaning about that. He wanted professional referees. Yes,
2: Bud did want them all. And uh, with the amount of money the league's making, that'd be uh, you know the 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 league though loves. Uh, being able to announce he's a doctor from such they have yeah. all these intellects and stuff but uh, uh they should just have a, philo- a different philosophy and whatever you do never say something's a point of emphasis because then these morons are going to call go out of their way to call it to say okay we're you know helping when you
1: nfl officiating jumped the shark officially at least for me Who's the uh, is it Gene Serator, the guy that's now yes. doing TV? Yeah, when he brought out the index card, remember that he and put us. it between yeah. the football oh, yeah. and the first down marker. Yeah, make sure he got it. And he only did it for theatrical oh, sure. reasons for yeah. national television. Big
2: Ten basketball ref forever. That's right. You know? That's right. Big Ten. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I think he's probably a full time referee because he was doing ninety basketball games a year plus the NFL. Now
1: he's a TV star. Yes. Oh, we got to go to our rules expert, mm-hmm.
2: Gene Serratori? Yes. Yes. I, I I was saying what was I saying? I was saying baseball needs one of those guys for the world you know one of those up up guys. did they get it right here? oh hell, yeah hell yes you know they got <laughs> what are the gophers doing playing
3: themselves into the oil change bowl Yes or some if, if they
2: uh, well they uh, they can't lose to Indiana Indiana <clears> last year they have this crazy coach who was an older version of Fleck just completely insane. <laughs> uh, you know, firing up teams and everybody. Oh, this is the guy. You know, he got got the job because they fired somebody, and uh, and they were what eight and one or something. Yeah, the they were in contention and, to win two something like that, and they were rated in the top twelve coming into this season. They're zero 8 eight, zero and seven in the Big Ten, Jeez. and la- and Saturday they got beat. Forty-five 40 to three, three by Rutgers, Rutgers at home. <laughs> hey. So the Indiana season, as you know, that you know our guy Phil likes to refer to each game as the. Iowa. This is our Iowa season. This mm-hmm. is our Wisconsin. You know, this is mm-hmm. our season. This is Indiana season, and I don't think you can lose down there if you wanted to. I so, forgot.
1: I forgot who put this out there, but someone had said, "Boy, he's he's lost
3: five straight Iowa seasons. This isn't good.
2: <laughs> he's, he's lost five straight. We've lost
3: seven straight Iowa seasons. That's right. What were you telling me about Mickelson before the show? How many senior events has he been he's in? He's played six, and he's won four. Isn't that something? Yeah.
2: He's got a little more game left than those boys.
3: You know? you know, there's that guy called the Club Pro. Yes, he does these videos where he's imagining himself to be a pro
2: at a private country club. Now somebody's been sending me those and I haven't watched them because they're I hilarious. Didn't they're pretty good. They
3: well, I was sent one. We're going to play where the Club Pro is uh, channeling
2: Denny Green. Denny said? Green. Okay.
3: So imagine the Club Pro. They got the. They the, just the, the had the their backdrop. club championship and yeah. he didn't win. Okay. Yeah, now he's going to give remarks to the press. <laughs> okay.
4: Okay, what happened out there was I got my ass kicked. <laughs> I got my ass totally kicked. I couldn't do diddly-poo. I couldn't make a putt. I couldn't hit a fairway. I think I hit two greens. I sucked. I couldn't chip. I got put on the clock. I totally got my ass kicked in every phase of the game. And that's what it boiled down to. Questions? Questions? Stan Perry is who I thought he was. I played with him earlier this year. Stan is who I thought he was. Now, if you want to crown him, go ahead and crown his ass. But Stan is who I thought he was, and I let him off the hook. You guys have no idea what it takes to win in this league. (laughs) Vikram Katre hits a monster bucket every day <laughs> while Katre. I'm in the office dotting scorecards and giving lessons to stupid
1: kids. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
4: Jerry Brownlow bought a year-long lesson package at Golf Tech. Meanwhile, I sit here every night waiting for the last two cards to come in. How am I supposed to compete if I can't work on my game? <laughs> And then when I do get on the golf course, the ladies' tees are a full 15 yards ahead of the whites. The women are out there cutting dog legs at will. It's like a bomber's paradise out there. (laughs) I'm a single-digit player, and I'm handing out strokes like they're candy. You get a stroke. You get a stroke. You get a stroke. I'm out there getting six net five to death, and you ask me, What's wrong with my game? <laughs> 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 oh God, so, maybe so you good. guys should put down your tape recorders and sign up for league next year.
1: It's going after the press this now. This real life. <laughs> I think. I get. Oh, that's right. I got to cut it off there because that's when uh-huh. he drops a. He gets.
4: He, gets, he drops an
1: S bomb. Yeah, the okay. nice thing is he has subtitles with it, so I know when it's coming. Does he?
2: Uh, so is is he a pro? Uh, I think he's comedian? just a character. Yeah, a yeah, pro yeah. Comedian? Yes. Okay. Well,
1: the best part though, Pat, is he, he's got the. Should see his uniform. He's got the the golf shirt on like a lot of these guys. do, except he's got six different ads right here. And one yeah. of them says,
2: for for rent. rent. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's probably getting paid to show up at clubs and throw in the names of oh. guys who were in the oh, club guarantee. and stuff like that. Guarantee it's a
1: brilliant bit. Yeah.
2: Now so I'm just I'm look just up Club
1: Pro it. Guy on Twitter. Club, club Pro Guy. Yeah. That is pretty good. What was the first one we someone sent us well, that we played? He thought that uh, a word
3: was heard on the oh. on oh. the green. That resembled that, a word. That resembled a word that's offensive, and we can't have that, so he had to kick that guy out of the club.
0: <laughs> way to
2: lag it? Yeah, he said yeah, to way lag to, lag to lag it. Way to lag
3: it. So they had to throw him out there because someone thought he had
2: said something else. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so... Uh, Judd and I were talking a little about this. So what do you think of the hockey guys, the general managers and team presidents and stuff, who are getting fired, not for making any sexual innuendos to the staff, but for just yelling at them and telling them they're doing a lousy job. Murray down in uh, Arizona, uh, Anaheim being... Uh, I didn't know that. Latest. I thought there were allegations. Allegations of... Abusive,
3: yeah. Workplace environment.
2: Workplace environment. But wow. all they're doing but is but telling he, them they're
3: not any
1: good.
2: Yes. Well, you've yeah. got to be able to tell it. them that. Rook and I would have been
1: fired years ago. Right. Especially in hockey. <laughs> oh,
2: <yeah>. My God. <laughs> they got a hotline now. You want if you're like working in an office. Now he might yell at a secretary, but he's not calling her sexist names. Right. He's just telling her she's doing her. What job about the a Chicago situation? I'm not no, well, that's different. That yeah. was the covering up the, you know, the, the apparently the what was he, uh, some kind of an intern was molesting a a player, right? Or something. something like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, which, you know, I don't know why the hockey player didn't hit him with a stick if he right. didn't, if he right. didn't want to be involved in it. But uh, but anyway, that was different. That's different. And Quin who was doing wonders with the Panthers, knew about it and didn't do anything about it. So now, he that's why get right. he's getting fired. He, he's getting fired for something that's 11 are in first or 12 place? years. Well, they hadn't lost. They were 7-0 and all when he got fired. Yeah. He quit, basically, because he—well, here's his problem. And he was asked about it in 2020 and said he didn't know anything about it. But he did know something about it. So Also, 10 he got, years it's early. the
1: cover-up, not the crime, essentially. Yes, yeah, that's okay. the whole thing.
2: But, but Murray, and, uh, which one is it? Bob Murray? It was a Bob Murray that got fired he in luck. Anaheim. It was just luck. for calling, you know, to, for telling everybody their horse bleep. Well, that's right?
3: hockey. You're supposed to
2: be right. able to yeah, do I that. how, so he how he long Ren it. Blair would have lasted <laughs> in 67. Bob Murray. Murray. Bob Murray, yeah, yeah. He got fired. He'd been there forever. And meanwhile, the Ducks have not yet lost. Apparently, they... They don't feel uh, the pressure now of having Bob come Boy, in the locker room. I'm not thinking
1: it. about this Earl Weaver and Bill Haller. Earl would have been fired six times just from that yeah, one but that trip. that was
2: for abusing the umpires. I don't know. <laughs> this is uh, the, the help at the that's office. That's true. Yeah, the that's true. Help. So you're here you know. for one reason. Hockey, Herbie. I, we were. I was saying today, Herbie wouldn't have made it to the gold medal game. No, no, no. <laughs> if we had a uh, <laughs> no. if we had a hotline for uh, somebody to call. You know what Herbie was. Candid. <laughs> yes, he was. He was <laughs> extremely candid. And uh, you know, he was a candid with me a couple of times. Was he? Which I found very humorous, but uh but he was candid. He, he was could candid be candid with me many times. He was candid. Yes, he would be candid. He was not uh, he was not like mock to say uh, uh he's ours and we're not trading him. You Who in the, the hell he do the Panthers him, but... have? They're ten and two. Yes, and you know who else is great? The two great best teams in the NHL right now, them and the Carolina Hurricanes. Oh boys, have they they're lost? They're eleven yet? and two. Yeah, they they hadn't lost. They were like 10, 11 game ten games in. They hadn't lost. Carolina. Meanwhile, look proudly at those standings and yeah. see where our Wild are.
3: They're in first place, right
2: there in first. Place they although might
0: only lose 10 and years four. A year.
2: Unforgivable loss in Vegas, though two five on threes, yeah, and they don't score a goal. And one of them lasted that. damn near the whole two minutes. I don't accept that. No, you got to yeah. get a goal, yes, you got to get a goal. You should have gotten you because sh- if they go into overtime, they're automatic winners, right? Boy, mm-hmm. my Montreals aren't doing well. And last year, weren't they in the sem- finals? Did they make the finals last year, semifinals? Who? Montreal had a playoff yeah. run yeah. Yeah. last yeah. year. Les yeah. Abitons, but the goalie's uh, Carey Price's uh, uh, alcohol treatment mm. or oh, really? drug treatment or some some kind of treatment. Yeah. Oh no. So that's that's made a big difference to them because he was a fine netminder.
3: Mm. Hot goalie, hot goalie. So all you need hot goalie. Hot goalie.
2: We
1: took down the Kraken though over the weekend.
2: Yep, the crackheads are in a slump, man. The yeah. crackheads are lost. I didn't get a chance Wait, to man, see much of it. Let's is that us find a... out if Seattle holds their um,
0: enthusiasm or if it just kind of nah, flops. Like a... They're
2: a trendy town, man. and that, that okay. those Don't worry about the Lightwicky boys. They'll, they'll keep them coming is for it a, about five the, years.
3: Is that a cool arena, by the way? What's so the climate change arena? Is that what it's called yes. like that? <laughs> yeah, climate. <zone. laughs> I haven't seen it. Okay.
2: Well, they kept the roof. They they built a billion dollar arena under the old roof
5: cuz the roof is
2: historic of some kind. Oh, really? The, yeah, the old the old arena roof. They preserved that. They say that only cost an extra 15 million, but uh, I I I don't <laughs> know. You how they how they did it. But yeah, Seattle'll be Seattle'll be good for a few years.
3: Is the Vegas football stadium on the strip?
1: It's don't right on the freeway, across the street, across the freeway from the strip. Okay, where's the hockey arena? That I don't know. I think the T-Mobile. That's the strip. I think that's downtown. Yes.
2: Yeah, yeah I don't. Know. I believe so. I haven't so. been out there in ten years.
1: I at drove at by it the the football yeah. arena uh, this past spring. Here, let me look it up.
2: Where I they...
0: did last when it was being built. I'd and that's one finished. where they
2: bring the grass in and out. Yes, but what's funny is the college team plays there.
3: Right. On artificial turf, turf. yeah,
2: they only bring in the grass for the uh, NFL games, but I saw a lot of divots coming out of that grass. So did I Uh, last night. I'm not sure that that's such a good, great idea. T-Mobile
1: Arena is right next to the Cosmopolitan, and across the street from Planet Hollywood. uh,
2: Cosmopolitan got built since I was there.
1: I think this is they redid it though because I know that's one of the hot spots from the oh, really? the youngins that go out to Vegas for well, a weekend.
2: Well, over on the other side of the freeway, isn't that the Rio? Did the Rio used to be out there where a lot of the youth used to go? Are any of the classics still in business?
3: You know, the Desert Inn and the Not Sands on the, and, on
2: the Strip. I don't know if right. any of those are still on downtown. I think the Golden Nugget's still there.
0: Do you consider the MGM Grand.
2: Yeah, that's
3: new compared to that's the old. Yeah, uh, right. yeah, when the Rat Pack the Sands originally. is gone. Yeah, the,
2: the, uh, the original is the Flamingo, Sahara, uh, Desert Inn. Desert End. Inn. What else do you mention? A couple already. Yeah, the
1: Sahara looks like it's. I'm looking at the strip right now. The Sahara is still there. Oh,
2: the Sahara's got. Uh, I wonder if it can't be the original, but
1: uh, Probably. that is
2: where you saw the ladies who like to smoke cigarettes. And we're 80 years old, playing the sl- penny slots. Yeah. <laughs> they used to have penny slots. They'd sit there for 12 hours.
3: Oh, God. Pounding the
2: heaters. you and... can't stand <laughs> it. Gives me an anxiety yeah. attack. On one of my cheaper trips to Vegas to cover a fight, I think I stayed at this air. Because I, you know, I know. <laughs> you
0: know, the, the the name the Desert Inn doesn't sound like a place that you would stay. Oh,
2: but that was, was cool. Uh,
0: but, but I know it was cool. But just well, I never if, stayed if you're, there. If you're opening a book or well, you're, that, you're opening like, like the Desert Inn doesn't Caesars
2: really. Caesars was like the first real modern one. That's, That's the, the only other... place I've stayed there, Caesars. Caesars is still great, but what's the amazing difference in Vegas and you know, as I said, I've been there ten years. It used to be the worst restaurant town in America. It was just two dollar buffets. Now they got every high priced restaurant That's there true. is. Where
3: That's did true. Brett have his incident? At what hotel in Vegas? I don't want to hear it again. But when who when, Brett. George oh, Brett? Brett.
2: He, oh, Brett. that was at the uh, Caesar's? Caesars because I think he was at the. I'll listen to it in queue. No, Joe's, you don't have to. He was at Joe Stone Crabs, which is yeah. a red, a, down on the basement level next to next to Caesars. I've okay. eaten there a couple of times. Well, he I'm never eating there. He was at Joe's. Have they marked that Went spot? Went out and had a great meal. Okay, Reavers. <laughs> <laughs> they marked so that bad. spot
0: where, you know, this is where the legendary George Brett had his <laughs> incident. Like the Harmon Killingoo plate. <laughs>
2: I still want to know how somebody got the tape of that.
3: And I want to know why the last line is the funniest. Who's pitching today? <laughs> that's
2: Kokomo's. Like, that's like Birdsey's. The whole tirade. Yep. The best line is the walk-off. Bleepers, <laughs> But uh, in a soft voice, like yeah. nobody by was going to hear it.
1: I got to the point that somebody—he was at Kokomo's. That's what he—that's the place he mentioned. We were going to Kokomo's.
2: Oh. You know what I said when I found out. That somebody had absconded with 4,000, uh, 400,000, 417,000 of my mm. American Express Rewards points. What did you say? Bleepers. Bleepers. <laughs> underneath, underneath my voice. I want to <laughs> know, after watching that
1: video, the kid that he was giving the speech to, yeah. did he retire right then? Or did he
2: play another <laughs> well, couple years? Was or he inspired? <laughs> was he inspired
0: is what I want to know. Here's the great, one right, of the his, greatest his hitters. Problem
2: was, his problem was when, hey what were you and George talking about <laughs> you yeah. wanted to know who was pitching tonight yeah, yeah right
3: See, you know his yeah. reality was shattered the way mine was when Sid asked me how to spell music yes,
2: <laughs> it's gone hey horse's ass I spell music yeah, a K or two C's baseball is uh uh was filled with that kind of stuff at, at one time just crazy I have so
3: warmed up to your theory no one with a college degree can work in baseball. That's <laughs> yes, right. Maybe a player, yeah. but nobody in the front office.
2: Well, you know, especially Eastern prominent, you know, Mankato, Mankato guys. Yeah, Reavers can work in baseball. Mankato Thank you. State degree. Thank you. Yes. Make an exception for. By you. the way, speaking
1: of uh, speaking of Sid, uh, do you guys follow Minnesota on Twitter? No, he's a great follow. Um, he always pulls up old clips from the newspaper. You guys have been featured a couple of times, but. On this day in Minnesota sports history, 1965, a day after Colts' backup, Gary Cuzo throws five touchdowns in a 41-21 win over the Purple. Vikings coach Norm Van Brocklin unexpectedly quits, and yes. the picture is young Sidney with his fresh haircut okay. there right underneath the headline. Yeah. That
2: was one of the most instructive moments of what I did not know would be a journalism career at the time, but I was a copy boy. Mm-hmm. The day that happened uh and Charlie Johnson, executive sports editor, grumpy old guy, mm-hmm. and Sid were st- I was in the back <laughs> where you answer phone calls yep and Sid and Charlie are discussing Van Brocklin and what a no good scumbag he was and how they neither of them could stand him. but they were both very fearful that he would return. Mm-hmm. They, they predicted this. But I listened to him, M.F. Van Brocklin, for ten minutes, and then they both wrote columns asking him to come back. <laughs> wow! And that showed me—that showed me. Uh, I'm not. If I ever end up doing this, yeah, I am I, right straight. I, 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 might not write what I really think, but I'm not going to write what I really don't think. Right. <laughs> you know? Right. I mean, I mean there's going to be a middle area there. It's. Uh, It was unbelievable. They went on just, they hated him. And then they both wrote columns begging him. But you know what happened in St. Paul? Bill Boni was the sports editor then in 65. And he wrote the afternoon column. Yep. And they pulled it. Oh, really? Because he was, it was a hatchet job on, he wrote candidly about what a bad guy Van Brocklin was. Oh, wow. But Bernie was the owner yeah, Bernie and had it, a piece of the Vikings. and it must have been announced sometime oh. that morning yeah. that he was coming back, and they pulled it. Bernie Ritter and then there had was something, they, forever, and so. they had a little notice, and they have to look it up, but it said uh, there was a fine piece of journalism in here that uh, no longer applicable or something mm. like that, and they didn't, they didn't run it. Whatever happened to Parr? Oh,
0: that fruitcake! <laughs> Whatever happened to
2: good old Parr? I hope he landed. Well, on his we feet. got after Parr left St. Paul, we had him. Trying to ruin the Star Tribune? Yeah, because he
3: stole all the sales info from St. Paul and brought it to Minneapolis. You're right. Mm
2: -hmm. The ads and stuff.
3: There was a suit,
2: right? Allegedly.
3: There was a suit, wasn't there?
2: Yeah. That was for who? though? That was for the hedge fund group? I don't know. What? um, The one that was going to disabow him.
0: How many ledgers and, and crates would the would the how much would um, what would his pile be, Parrs mm. Ritter, if he was stealing the Saint Paul Pioneer Press ad sales, you know, today?
2: Here's what I want to well, know. Two pieces uh, of paper. No, <laughs> oh, here, right here. <laughs> <laughs> here. Got it right there in your ad. Okay. Here's what I want to know. How can you walk around life being called Parr? That's what I do, want. You got You, know? you, you got you Whatever your middle name is, that's what. you That's why he was with. a jerk. Yeah. Parr. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Par, no. Yeah, you
0: know, if you're Par Ritter, you just know it's ahoy police. I don't think he even
3: lives in the Twin Cities anymore. I got to look it up. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because he, well. Somerset guy.
2: He couldn't have lasted more than three months at the trip, could he? No, he didn't last long there. No, and he didn't last long in St. Paul either. So
0: Par Ritter, general manager, Chicago Tribune Media Group. Oh, he's on really? LinkedIn.
2: Really? Okay, so General he's manager. In on the we're hedge. not working there. He's in on the hedge no, fund. No, now you got
1: to pull the Sid. Oh,
2: no, I thought he
3: was great. He's, he's coming back. Good guy. He's a good guy. Yeah, <laughs> he's, in he loved him. Him. he's in on the hedge fund. It's a, well, it's, it's the Golden Capital. Yeah. Okay. They
2: own the Pioneer Press and have ruined it. And they're now they're dis- going to ruin the Tribune. They're disembodied. Well, they yeah. already, but the yeah. whole chain, you know, yeah. Orlando and those papers, they basically disembod them. Here's, now I, I would have to check this to be true, but somebody told me the Chicago Tribune now has six sports writers. Chip Scoggins worked there 20 years ago, and they had six prep sports writers. Right. Wow. And like a 40 person staff. Well, all the good uh, Tribune guys left. John Cass left. Yeah. 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 Well, they then they all bailed here this last time when they sold to these guys. Right. What's the name of them?
3: Digital Capital.
2: Was Digital Media. Digital First. Okay, and now it's okay. Yeah, they.
3: Media News Group. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Hang in there, Glenn Taylor. That's all I got to say. You You guys can complain. uh, You you guys can complain about him as a Timberwolves owner, but he's a uh, he is a hell of a newspaper. He is a shining light in the newspaper ownership (laughs)
3: business. So, does he ever have a? He doesn't have any role whatsoever, does he? His His daughters daughter's on the the board,
2: but I heard she left the board, so I I don't know. But he's
3: never there, is
2: he? No, I don't. If he deals with anybody, it's Klingon Smith, I'm sure. Yeah. So he's a really bright guy. He's a good guy.
1: Speaking of twenty years ago. Yo. I just saw this because I was looking up that sports clip. Uh we settled our contraction issue with uh Major League Baseball oh, and the Minnesota today? Twins. When? On this date, twenty years ago. Really? Remember okay. that whole fiasco? Oh, sure. My I goodness. Was, I was
2: there for the meeting in Chicago when they announced it. you really it. They announced it. And I uh then there was a winter meeting. Didn't that ruin your relationship with baseball, Bud? For a while, yeah, it oh. did. And uh, but I was at a winter meeting, I think, after the contraction. And Bud called me in, and I ripped the hell out of Bud, and ripped the <laughs> ripped everybody, because that was in okay in October, and then the this was a owners meeting yeah. later, yes. like a month Sounds later. Sounds like it, yeah. And Bud called me into the room in the conference room was this enormous room, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. And I was sitting in there, and Bud walked, kept walking with his, he still had the tipperellos going then, oh, and walked <laughs> all around the room, giving me a, a a big, he wasn't, you know, going nuts or anything, yeah. but he was, he basically was telling me, listen, this was a strategy, this is a strategy to try to get a ballpark in Minnesota, and Carl wanted us to do this, wanted us to do this, to try to, you know get some action going well it still took another decade so well yeah, no well it took till 06 to get it approved so but bud i told you the bud story right well there's a lot of bud Seelig stories but the one about him and tom hardcourt who's the uh ball, longtime ball rider for the brewers yeah and bud has a nice home out there in some development on the shore yeah and Hardercourt lives in the back and uh, you know his wife has a good job but in a across the the street townhouse or something (laughs) same complex but back yeah but they got in the habit of taking sunday morning walks through this quiet neighborhood right and bud can get a real foul mouth out of him when he's telling stories but his his punchline is always, as George Bamberger would say, bleeping, mm-hmm. bleeping, bleep bleeper, bleep. you know, because yeah. you know, Bambi was his manager for a while, as George Bamberger would say. So they're walking out there one day about three summers ago, and this guy on the porch, this 85-year-old guy on the porch says, I'm sick of you two guys coming by here every Sunday morning at ten o'clock with your foul mouth swearing you know he didn't barely did no ceiling and hard record says to him We didn't do that. We weren't swearing. It was George Bamberger who was <laughs> 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 We were the one swearing. Who, was, who was,
3: was the ball writer in Milwaukee who became an
2: attorney? Mike Gonering. Mike Gonring, yes. Yes. yes, became attorney. Yeah. Yeah. Good
3: friend of mine. Well, was a friend of mine. Yeah. Um, and he became a lawyer.
2: Yeah, he did. Very so successful. Kind of you can look him up. He's retired Is now, he? but he had a firm. that He was a longtime partner. Really? He did extremely well, yes. Great guy. What practice? What type of... <clears throat> I, don't I, know. I think it was more corporate. I'm oh. not sure, though. Yeah, but he went to Marquette and became a... well. There, know,
1: was it
0: car
2: leasing? I, what
1: was their family... Business? Who? C League. C League was a cars. Car deal That's ship. what I thought. Okay. he
2: just headed the uh he just the group trying to get major league baseball back in Milwaukee. They had no money. They had some guy named Fitzgerald with the money. But Bud slowly through the years bought okay. it you know, bought it over. But uh yeah, he, I mean he's an amazing an amazing success story from an Oldsmobile dealership to being the being commissioner, the commissioner of, baseball. of baseball. Is he still with us? Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. he's still with uh, us. Did we ever community. have him on? I think we might have.
1: A time or okay. two. Because I'm trying to recall if we did. Yeah, or maybe you did always, when you were you with Mackey. Have, we yeah. could always
2: get him on. Yeah, if we wanted him. He okay. was, uh, he was uh, you know, he got... Last time I was in Milwaukee to see, well, I was in the other for another deal uh, earlier this year. But uh, but when I was there to do for the a opera? Euchre column. Yeah, for the for Bojelli. But yeah. uh, when I was there to try to do a column on Euchre during the pandemic yeah. with the uh, twins, I went for that twin series and and Bud heard that I was in town and got a hold of me and I said, yeah, we went out to Gilly's uh, yesterday for lunch. And he said, why didn't you call me? I would have been there at the same time because this this, like, frozen custard stand out on 70th and Blue Mound. Bud goes there, to lunch for four days a week. Oh. D two Coney Islands. Oh, boy. Oh yeah. With the thing. Damn. Walks out. <laughs> yeah. He's a, a small right town now. guy who made a lot of money.
1: Good for him. Yes. So. I did say, though, because I remember I might have even been listening to you guys, because I was in school when the contraction talk had started, and I said, if they contract the Twins, because I told Jess, I will never watch baseball again. <laughs> yes, and right. she said, B.S. Yeah, you're full <laughs> of crap. Well,
2: I remember them coming in. Remember when they had that real, well, this was before you guys' time, but in the 70s when the drug, the whole thing, drug thing was popping and the Brewers had, Molly was in on the cocaine part of it, but uh, but they had a they had a trial in Milwaukee that, uh, and a bunch of Brewers and and, but one day he comes into that little, he used to make a trip, two trips through the pr- little press box every game to taunt if Bud Lee was there for Milwaukee. Well, the Packers don't have a third-team guard to write about today, Bud, or something, <laughs> Bud Lee. And, and he'd just have all these smart-ass remarks. But they were kicking the ball around one day. Daryl Porter and the Pedro, whatever his name is, second baseman, and He comes in and says... These guys are all a bunch of drug addicts. <laughs> and he's the owner <laughs> you know, with a, a Tipparelli and a tipperello going, and you know he, you could trust us back then, you know, because we were all newspaper guys. Right. And It wasn't. Didn't have to worry about some blogger being in there. Who's Bud recording Sillig, us? Yeah. Who's... Bud Seelig says all his players are drug addicts.
3: You know? <laughs> no, because you just knew that was Bud.
2: Yeah. Yeah. right. It was just. Wasn't. You know, a, it wasn't a story. No wasn't would be today mm. say i found out speaking of bud son mike has been asking me if my if bud would be the oldest nba champion says i think he's now 94 mm. and you know he was a played with the lakers when they won titles and i four, bet he is 49 and 51. i had to break the news to him no. arnie Farron really? was a teammate of those of is at ninety six. Really? And Arnie is from Utah. Yeah. Which probably makes him a Mormon. Which <laughs> probably means Bud'll have to live to be about hundred and ten <laughs> to beat out Arnie because Bud
3: might very well
2: do. Yes, yes he might. But uh you know, those Normans Mormons don't elect somebody the president of the the church until they're about eighty five. Right. So uh they, they expect to live long lives. But Bud is not. Arnie Farron must be. He was. He's 96. He's two years older than bud. I was going to go to the bank, but I forgot to bring
3: the stuff I needed to take to the bank. I went to the bank this morning. <laughs> Did you? Yes,
2: yes. I forgot my stuff. Rook, how about you? Did
0: uh, you go to the I bank? Am, I am going to the bank. after. I'm going to the credit union right after this, yes, to tell you the truth. <laughs> Not even joking about that.
2: The bank, uh, I, I must have somewhere in my possession— scattered about 25 masks, and I got to the bank today, mask required, didn't have a mask. No. Couldn't find one in the entire vehicle.
1: I was at the bank last week, and do you know what I got from the teller? A oh, mask. I see it's your birthday this week. I went, thank you. Very Exactly. you very, very, What, well, do you that. have plans? No, that she, she saw it on my profile. <laughs> I know, but I mean, yeah. she would have said, do you have plans? Oh, I, I was plans. waiting for that to come next, but she could tell I was weekend? not interested in conversation.
2: <laughs> Just... Please. Well, she wished, said you a happy
1: birthday. Please you know deposit the check and let's yes. move about our day. Yeah, That's date. why
0: I'm here driving four hours out of my way so I don't have to go
2: home and converse. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> with
1: my wife. Yeah, I was amazing. making my deposit in windows. No. It <laughs> is
2: amazing, though. No, this started, what, 10, 12 years ago when they got consultants to oh, come yeah. in. Every, every, Personal every, communication. Every company said... Make small conversation with you. I don't want to do it. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, no. That's nice, the full employment thing, like it's Super America now, or whatever we call it, whatever Uh, it is. Speedway. Uh, We're back so that the the properly trained, how are you doing today, people, yeah, they're gone. You now have the guy who doesn't speak to you. you What was Kenny's
1: line, Joe? Kenny said something effective. When I'm ever asked that, I just say, I'm dying of syphilis, how about you? (laughs)
0: Well, good
3: luck with that. What's coming up on the ride? I was at Speedway the uh, Sunday ago. Yes. Yeah. and Because I gave up on the paper I was going to say,
1: was your newspaper guy there with a couple of roller yeah. dogs? Two roller dogs. He
3: left just as I was showing up to buy the Sunday papers.
2: Makes you hungry for cones. Oh, he comes in for the roller 10
3: o'clock dog. in the morning. I should have had the paper at 8. I gave up. I went to Speedway He's to get the pl- papers.
2: Yeah, I got a bad note in my Sunday paper, Oh no! clipped into my Sunday paper. Our weekend guy, who's got the paper there at 5.30 oh. <laughs> on Saturdays and Sundays, left me a note and said, uh, uh, this is my last weekend uh, delivering the paper. Uh, thank you for your kindness, which means I gave him a 20 every once in a while. Accepting
0: early Christmas tips now. Before yeah, well, young. he
2: didn't have an envelope there or he anything because okay. it was his last day. But now, now, who do you got, I wonder? Well, that's gonna be the big mystery. We might have a roller dog guy. Gotta get the roller dog (laughs) guy. Love that. Yeah. (laughs) I had one I my week my I hope we get my Monday through Friday guy because the other day I got up and did what an old guy does at three thirty in the morning, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Check paper. You're kidding. 3.40 in the morning. You're kidding. 3.40 in the morning. Wow. Fantastic.
3: I'm lucky to get him at 8 on weekdays, <laughs> 9.30 on Saturdays, 10.30 on Sundays. The same guy? Roller
2: Dog Mike. <laughs> he gets it coming home from church. When you run into Roller Dog Mike, do you ever say anything? Or are you the afraid most he's do? ever
3: said is, I suppose I could start at the other end of town sometime, give you a break.
2: And I said, I wish you would, and or, that hasn't happened yet. Or how about doing what paper boys and girls have done if, since the age of time? Start at four thirty in the yes. morning. Get yeah, up early <laughs> yes. in the dark. Then you come home and take a nap.
3: And if it's raining or or uh, snowing, you got no shot. Yeah. I no had spot.
2: the guy. I had the guy for years on on the weekday guy. That if the Vikings had a night game. You had no shot till about 10 in the morning because he was hung over. He'd go to some bar and watch the game, you know. (laughs) Because that guy, you could always say, where the hell's the paper? Oh, that's right, they had a night game last night. My
3: favorite story about how newspapers really meant something once was covering a game in Oakland, football, taking the red eye home, Mm -hmm. walking up my sidewalk at 5 a.m. in the the column I had written – Three hours it? before, four hours, was there. sitting there waiting for That me. is, uh, that That's is wow. heaven. That is heaven I mean, right
0: I there. understand it now, but back then, no. So, I was
1: marveling. I was marveling. So, when you covered that game, did you bring the notepad and a pencil? No,
3: I think by then I probably had a computer.
2: <laughs> <laughs> my favorite, my favorite story on that is Barry Lorge. Do you know him, San Diego? He was a columnist at San Diego. Very, he was at the Post and then he went yeah. out to San Diego and he was. Very precise, pretty good, but slow. Yeah, notoriously slow. They were. They had a game in Baltimore, and Jerry McGee was the old ball writer for uh, for the old football writer for San Diego for years, and he cranked it out. Went to the airport, flew to San Diego. Yep. Got called the office on the on the payphone when he got to the airport. Yep. And they said, yeah, your stuff's fine. You know when Lorge is going to file? <laughs> the guy went to the airport, oh my flew to San Diego, and Lars hadn't written his column Well, yet. okay, now you got me thinking about Gary Libby. Oh, yes. Yeah.
3: He's covering a uh, doubleheader. I think Boston used to play a doubleheader on the on the day of the Boston Marathon. The, no, single
2: game. But single started game. at 11 in the morning.
3: Started at 11 in the morning. Freedom day. He had to climb out the stadium and scale yes. down the fence I to get back that, to the street. I was on
2: that trip with you.
3: Yeah. <laughs> and he had filed about
2: two paragraphs. Yeah. The, uh, the... I think we were sports uh, sportscom by then, where they sent it on a yeah. Xerox machine. And that guy, that guy, was saw me the next day. He yeah. said, "Who is a? Yeah. Who the bleep is this guy?" Because he knew me from trips
3: previous. One more great story. <laughs> I've told it many times, but Twins are in Milwaukee and and uh, took a loss. And you know how Mock was after a loss—just yes, yes. furious, I didn't like to lose, red faced and. <laughs> gritting his teeth, and all the reporters are standing around. Nobody <laughs> had the nerve to ask him. Nobody wanted to be the icebreaker. Yeah. And Libman says, Gene, are we, is the bus leaving from gate A or B today?
2: <laughs>
3: He's ours, and we ain't trading. Yeah, right.
2: Then he also used that one when they were playing cards. Yeah, yeah I'll Libman the tripped over everybody Libman and knocked
3: all the cards on the, the cards.
2: floor. <laughs> Yeah,
3: yeah. Oh. All right, let's go to the bank. All right, that's yeah. good enough. Yeah, so.
2: Monday Night Sports Talk. How many editions since we've returned? No here? idea, but no we no were classy idea. today. I will tell you right now. We were classy today. I'll tell you right, the you right now. The here pregame show lacked a little class. Yes, it did. But um, the actual content was very classy.
0: Monday Night Sports Talk has got uh, released. Let's see. Uh, what is our latest... Well, we went. We're close to a hundred,
1: I think. We got to be close to hundred.
0: We are. Okay, it's downloading. Mm-hmm. PodcastOne.com, dot Everybody.
2: Okay.
0: Uh, episodes. Where's the episode number?
2: We're not even important enough to have a number, huh?
0: It says recent episode episodes downloads today, one hundred and forty five.
1: I, this is 101. 101. Episode 101. Last Did week was that. 100,
2: and we didn't even celebrate. And I forgot to... Yep. Is it over Last week you? was 100. Yeah.
3: 700 to go, and you're
2: almost up to Check out EcoFun Motorsports in Forest Lake and online at ecofundmotorsports.com And tell Tim that that old bicycler Patrick Ricey sent you.
1: on the rate of return that those bonds currently yield. So Josh begs of you, know what you own. And you'll hear from Mr. Money Talk later today here in Garage Logic to give you a specialized report on the goings-on in the market today. Trust is often overused, and it's even harder to find. Please, you can take it from me that you can trust Josh. So give him a call today for that free 48-minute financial consultation, and you do so by calling 952 952- nine two five five six oh eight once again that's nine five two nine two five five six oh eight for mr money talk josh arnold
2: this is patrick gracie for the canopy group your kids are back in school and when they get home they do their homework or they're supposed to do their homework why don't you do your homework you have been with that same home and auto insurance company that has only one agent who represents only one insurance company for years You deserve options. Let's face it, your insurance needs change as the years go by. Insurance companies' rates certainly change as the years go by. That is why the Canopy Group provides you with 16 options, not one, 16. Don't tell your kids, but you can outsource your homework to the Canopy Group. They will teach you how they find the best insurance coverage for the best price, not only today, but each and every year. Contact the Canopy Group at 800-967-3389 or visit thecanopygroup.com and let them do the homework for you.
5: Hi, this is Daniel LaRue The Real GM Radio Podcast. And while the NBA season is still pretty new, there are some interesting storylines going on. And for me, one of them is, let's call it a shift in expectations, because there are a couple teams that we expected to be not necessarily pushing the accelerator in the early going in the season, maybe seeing Victor Wembanyama and Scoot Henderson, this purportedly strong 2023 draft class, and going, hey, we could be a part of that. And that would be the Utah Jazz and the San Antonio Spurs. Both teams are over 500 with some nice wins. And this isn't fluid they're playing well so far, and so we will see how they build on this, how they react to it. Do they keep pushing, see if the see CEO can keep going, or do they change directions through trades and everything else? So that'll be something to watch in this year where the draft class is, is strong and these teams have incentives going in both directions.